Everything on the plane of matter is a code. The job of the human intelligence is to break that code. When you have cracked the code, you will be able to achieve freedom. But you must, ha you must be able to crack the code of everything. That's how the light gets in. And that's why it's important to understand and study the religions of the world, but all of the religions. It's not that one is true and the others are false. They are all true and they are all false. They are false if they are misunderstood. Just as you are false when you misunderstand yourself. This is why the film The Matrix is still the most important cultural achievement of the postmodern period. Because it pours the wine into a bottle that can be related to by this computerized culture. So the first step that everyone has to take is to swallow the red pill and to recognize that this is a matrix of Maya, that it is not real. Until you have stepped out of the false belief that this is real, which means that you are the body that you think you are in, that illusion must be cracked for you to have the perspective to be able to then understand that therefore the laws of nature do not apply to you if you understand that they're based on a code. And it was only when Neo had faith in his ability to withstand the hypnotic power of the code that he could stop bullets in midair and fly and do all those other things that were seemingly impossible. And so the trick of the miraculous is simply to realize that the laws of nature have no validity except within the code. Now the glitch that causes us to fail in this task of overcoming the illusion is that we believe that we are in the illusion. It's that simple. Because once you believe that you are in the illusion, you will be under a huge amount of stress. And you will suffer from the illusion that everything depends on you and that you have to make decisions that are impossible to make. Now, God is very intelligent, and he designed this universe in such a way that he wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> Everyone else does the work, and he does absolutely nothing. Well, I try to follow God. <laughs> 
And I realize that the less I do, the better that things work. <laughs> and when you get the point of doing absolutely nothing, like Shiva has done, then Shakti does all of it. Now eventually Shakti wises up and she starts to delegate it also. And so there are minor goddesses below the Mahadevi and they're doing everything. And then eventually you get down to the worshiper who is doing all of it. Now that's crazy, but it's very intelligent, all right? So the trick to this process of achieving liberation is to do absolutely nothing and have everyone else do it all. But the ego gets in the way because it wants to be the great doer. That's absurd. Because the truth is that God is doing it anyway by not doing it. <laughs> because none of this is really happening, it's just a dream. So get out of the dream and be the dreamer and then you can redream the whole thing without having to lift a finger. You don't even have a finger, by the way. <laughs> so the problem is believing you are a doer and therefore a sufferer. And you can't get out of suffering as long as you think you are in this melodrama. You're not. And the good news is, yes, the doing will still happen. The suffering even will still happen, but not to you. Only to the code, only to the matrix. But once you are out of that level of consciousness that you believe that you're in it, you have the power to reprogram it. To the point where no one has to suffer. That's the kingdom of heaven. And the interesting thing is, it has to be reprogrammed by those who are actually apparently in the matrix who realize they are not in the matrix. You can't do it from outside. That's why they had to leave Zion and go back in, right? What was the point otherwise? It had to be redesigned from within. The information had to be given to those who thought that they were in it. That's the meaning of Christianity. God's got to come down into the matrix and suffer along with us, but give us the information. He's not really suffering on the cross at all. He knows he's not there, but you think he is, and you're suffering over his death, you fools. This is God, he's not suffering. So if we really understand what the religions are teaching us, they are great truths. But they are the truths of realizing that the only problem is you're getting in your own way. Every problem in the world, every form of suffering is caused by believing that you are the doer. 
And thus you're going to have self-consciousness, performance anxiety, and every other kind of tragedy and melodramatic occurrence. None of that has any reality at all. And you do not really make any decisions at all. You don't even think your thoughts. They happen to you. You don't decide anything. A decision is made and then you rationalize some belief that I did that or I decided that. It just happens. You don't really believe that you come up with your own thoughts, do you? It's all part of the matrix itself. Everything that is thought, everything that happens, is pre-programmed. It can't be changed. In order to change a thought, you would first have to have a thought about the thought you had and to decide, should I think this thought or not? Has anyone ever done that? <laughs> and if you did that, you'd realize, well, you'd have to have thought the thought that I should have thought that thought or not. <laughs> and then if you did that, and if you really wanted to be, right? We're talking about an infinite regress. It's impossible. The world doesn't work that way. So the only freedom is to just let the thoughts rip, but don't get in their way. Don't take responsibility, don't take credit for them, and then you can avoid the blame. But it's all happening by itself. The world is on automatic pilot. But we think we're in manual control. But we're part of the automatic process. So once you recognize that, and once you recognize that there are two dimensions of causality, if you ask, what is the cause of my body appearing in the world, then there's one kind of causality that appears in time and space. But if you ask, how does my mind happen to appear in the world, that's an entirely different kind of causality, a vertical causality. And when you realize that you are consciousness, not body, and you're not the thoughts, the thoughts have nothing to do with the mind, they're still within the matrix, within the brain, but the consciousness of the thoughts, then you begin to take the vertical journey out of the matrix. You don't get out right away, but you can get to its suburbs at least, the angelic realms, where there's a lot more power over the laws of nature because you realize that you are a being of light, not of matter. When you think you're a being of matter, you have zero free will. At least you have some free will when you're a creature of divine light and divine mind rather than human mind. And that's why it's so important to be egoless because the ego is that not that ties you to the belief that you're in the matrix. So there's nothing altruistic about saintliness. It's in your self-interest to get out of this mess. And that's the only way out. And oddly enough, because there's really only one of us here, 
once one of us gets out of the mess, the mess can be cleaned up. But that one of us must recognize that one in all of us. It is that recognition that, like the hundredth monkey, can be disseminated throughout the entire matrix simultaneously, that can free this entire enchainment of lack of free will, of lack of power to change anything, into the utter freedom of the redreaming of the kingdom of heaven. Right here within the matrix, by that one who is dreaming it up as if she were a multiplicity. And that's why in Hinduism they have like 330 million gods. <laughs> and yet they are all representations of the one God. That's you. But instead of just worshiping yourself, be yourself. That's all it takes. Don't try to be good. Don't even try to be grateful. Be grateful for the fact that you don't have to be grateful on this plane. But be grateful that there's a way out of this plane in which gratefulness is just a debt and a bondage to having the gratitude for the fact that you are free from bondage the moment you are willing to let go of the ego. <laughs>